Hello, it's Bernard Nomberg with the Nomberg Law Firm in Birmingham, Alabama. Thank you for stopping by our podcast. Each week we come out with new episodes of interviews and discussions on all different types of topics, and this one is certainly a very educational one. I have a discussion with attorney Whitney Seals. Whitney and I discuss identity theft and credit reporting issues that seem to become more and more prevalent uh, as we go on. Whitney explains some of the issues that are out there. He goes on to further talk about how you can protect yourself in the, in the event that you believe that your identity has been stolen. Please give it a listen. I think you'll be entertained and, and informed. Thank you, as always, for stopping by and giving us a, a few minutes of your time. Subscribing, rating, and reviewing would be great. We come out to you every Monday, Nomberg Law Live podcast. Thank you. Good morning. It's Bernard Nomberg. I'm here with my buddy Whitney Seals. Whitney's an, an attorney here in, in Birmingham, and I appreciate you guys spending a few minutes with Nomberg Law Live. As you know, we come to you every Tuesday at 10 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock uh, Pacific time, and Whitney is going to talk to us about a very important topic. Good morning, Whitney, and I appreciate you, appreciate you joining us. Glad to be here today. Um, Whitney has really developed a, a niche in the law, an area that's very important to any person who uh, is concerned about their credit, who's concerned about their online presence, their identity, uh, and the like. Anytime you uh, apply for any type of a loan or, or uh, with um, file your tax returns, whatever it may be, Whitney has figured out the best ways strategy-wise. Uh, Whitney, uh, again, I appreciate you spending a few minutes with us Absolutely. this morning. Um, give us a little bit of your your background. You're you're here at Cochrane and Seals. Cochrane and Seals. Mm -hmm. I am the Seals, uh -huh. and it sounds exciting when it's just Cochrane and me. <laughs> so I take that for whatever it's worth. But uh, um, we've had a good run over here. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned the niche. I grew up in Ozark, Alabama. Not Wiregrass. Dothan. Here you go, Lower <laughs> Alabama. Uh, uh, married a girl from Homewood. She refused to move back to Ozark. So here we are. Yep. And law practice has been here for, I guess, 14 years. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about the Fair Credit Reporting Act, mm -hmm. um, part of the alphabet soup of consumer cases, uh, FDCPA, TILA, whatever. Sure. Fair Credit Reporting Act was put in, uh, uh, enacted by Congress around 1977 mm -hmm. because credit reporting was really gearing up. Now you mentioned how important credit reports are for uh, lending, that kind of thing. I, I want to take it a step farther. Mm -hmm. um, credit report determines if you get a job, mm -hmm. a house, sometimes an education, transportation, which mm -hmm. would lead to a job, etc. And so it's probably one of the most important documents that we as citizens have. Um, growing up, we used to joke around about if you got in trouble at school, it'd be on your permanent record. <laughs> well, there's no such thing as a permanent record except for credit reports. Mm -hmm. Those stick with you. And the problem that we see is that they are rife with errors. Mm -hmm. um, we encourage, or I encourage anybody that will listen mm -hmm. from the guy that sells me a cup of coffee to my parents sure. to please check your credit report every year. You'd be surprised at what mistakes are on there. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll give you a couple of real quick examples that we see all the time. Mm -hmm. The first is a mixed file. Let me explain. Mm -hmm. There may be a Bernard Nomberg in Avon, Colorado, <laughs> who 
has terrible credit right. and has had cars repossessed and, and all kinds of terrible things happen. I've heard of this guy. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if it winds up on your yeah. credit, guess what? Yeah. You're that man. It's my problem. It's your problem. And what mm -hmm. we see so often, and this is unfortunate, is people don't find out they have these problems until they need credit. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Seals, it, I was trying to get a loan. I was trying mm -hmm. to refinance my house, and it says I have repossession, but I've never lived in Avon, Colorado. What do I do? So well, it's by the time this rolls around, it's, af it's after all the bad has already happened, but you don't know anything about it until this time right you're and now then, trying to get your loan yeah and, and we're closing mm -hmm. in two weeks what do we do mm -hmm. well bad news it, mm -hmm. this is a process it takes time mm -hmm. um mix so mixed files are one mm -hmm. the, the other we see are uh, a lot of different names odd names associated with your mm -hmm. your credit which can be disconcerting if there's mm -hmm. you know if i'm whitney seals and there's Whitney spelled 15 different ways, right, Seal right. spelled 15 different ways. I don't, I don't particularly like that. Mm -hmm. uh, we also see debts that people do not owe. For mm -hmm. example, if something was discharged in bankruptcy, mm -hmm. it may still be showing up. Or uh, a debt that was paid off that says it was, it's still late and due and owing. Sure. All kinds of mistakes. Sure. Let me explain real briefly kind of how the industry works. Mm -hmm. There are three main credit reporting agencies, uh, Experian, mm -hmm. Equifax, TransUnion. All right, these companies gather data from people that you borrow money from. Mm -hmm. uh, they send reports. Is Bernard paying on time? Is he paying the correct amount? Right. Does he have credit with us? And all those get assembled onto a report for us. And then when you go to buy that fancy new Mercedes Benz at the dealership, they mash a button, it pops up, and they can see. All right, what is what is he? Your pay history. Doing? Exactly. Mm -hmm. But. The weird thing about the credit industry is we don't do business with them. We have no choice. You right. can't pick up the phone and say, TransUnion, I love you. Don't issue any credit reports. Right. Not going to happen. Their customers are not us. It is the lenders, mm -hmm. the dealership I told you about, sure. the bank, that kind sure. of thing. So it makes it uh, uh, a little different. We, we, are, we are captives of the credit reporting mm -hmm. agencies. Mm -hmm. Whitney, d Thank you for that that background of information. Lengthy, and lengthy background. It well, no, it, it it just opens up a whole bunch of questions that I'm sure anybody who's listening and pays attention should be asking. Such mm -hmm. as, let's say that you hadn't paid a certain credit card on time for two or three months in a row, and you get that letter that it looks like a form letter mm -hmm. from the from the credit card company, and they say, you know, you're 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 delinquent. You haven't paid us. I don't know in sixty days. Okay. Uh, you're subject to potentially having your, you know, this being reported. How important are those letters? Those letters are incredibly important. Mm -hmm. uh, I tell clients all the time, obviously, pay your debts, but, but what we see that's even more important is that may trigger a, well, hang on, I'm 30 days late. I'm not 60 or 90 or 120. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the later you are, the worse your mm -hmm. score becomes, the more expensive mm -hmm. uh, being a consumer becomes. So those letters are very important. I want to shortchange that, mm -hmm. but... Equally as important as making sure what's being reported is accurate. Because I have to, I have to tell you, if you're 120 days late and it right. says 120 days late, that's accurate. There's nothing right. we can do about that. And that's what's going to be put on, potentially yeah. could be put on your report for seven years. For seven years, that's a that's a long a long time. time. Uh, Whitney, what about those situations? And, and I don't want to get too deep into the finances and how to budget your money. Sure. But let's say that you're having a hard time making your credit card payments or, or you know, paying down on your, your line uh, that you owe the credit card company and they say, all right, here's a minimum that you know, each month mm -hmm. you owe you know, $158 as your minimum payment. And what if you're only paying like 75 bucks 
a month. A lot of times, um, because of a lot of the laws in place, mm -hmm. you can contact these companies, and most of the time, we found they'll work with you. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some outliers and some bad apples, et cetera. Sure. But most of the time, if you're saying, look, I've got, I just lost my job, mm -hmm. something bad has happened, I've been hurt on the job, whatever, mm -hmm. my in income's down, uh, I can only pay a certain amount, many times I'll work with you. But what we're more, I guess, concerned about and what bothers us the most is is when the companies just flat get it wrong and sure, it hurts sure. people. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why you need to be proactive and looking at your report each year. If you can. Yeah. And let me tell you how to do that. You mm -hmm. go to www.annualcreditreport.com. Okay. Not free credit report. That's something you pay for on TV. <laughs> sure. Annualcreditreport.com, and you mm -hmm. can get your report from all three bureaus. Um, there was an, a law, the Fair and Accurate Credit Transactions Act, mm -hmm. FACTA, that was passed a few years ago, mm -hmm. and Congress said credit reporting agencies give everybody a free credit report every 12 months. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, so few people take advantage of it. I read some statistics, like 50 or 60% of, of reports had errors in them. That's that's scary. It, it's, I, I, I suspect some of the mentality for the average person who may have some suspect issues in their past, they take the head in the sand approach and mm -hmm. hoping that if they don't look at it, it'll go away. When in fact, I assume it just gets worse. It gets worse, it does. But mm -hmm. also too, uh, if one agency is reporting something uh, bad, mm -hmm. the other two may not be, and you'd mm -hmm. wanna see that. Or uh, sometimes what's worse is you may think, well, I have terrible credit, I filed bankruptcy five years ago, mm -hmm. it's just messed up beyond mm -hmm. all recognition. Look at it anyway. You'd be mm -hmm. surprised at, at what just removing a couple of trade lines mm -hmm. will do to increase your score. Okay. Um, see it all the time. Guys, thank you for, for tuning in with us. Good morning, Steve. Hope you're doing well. I've got Whitney Seals here, a buddy of mine who is a, a fantastic attorney. He has really developed an area of the law that he has uh, specializes in, and it deals with credit reports. It deals with all types of online uh, accounts and your identity and those types of things. If you guys have any questions for Whitney while we're live, please put them in the comment section or even if you're watching this later on, just throw them in there. We'll make sure that Whitney sees those questions and can answer them. Also, when we get finished, I'll put or Whitney will put the um, online credit bureau's information, contact information on how to go look up your reports and we'll put in information about how to get in touch with Whitney because you may have questions after seeing this. You may not even realize you've got those questions until you start uh, looking at your, your online file. Uh, Whitney, I wanna, I wanna share with you the, the fact that it, at least three times now in the last decade, I've been subject to uh, identity theft. I've had twice now my tax returns or, or tax returns filed using my social security number, but it was not my return either time. Mm. In fact, I'm dealing with it right now, and we're now almost four months later, and I'm still answering questions for not only the IRS, but for the state, making right. sure, you know, answer this, answer this. How can a person deal with those things on the front end? How do you, we want to, I know you can only do so much, but yeah. what are some tips? What are some things the average consumer can sure. do? Well, there are some products out there uh, and I'm certainly not endorsing one over the other, let me be clear about that, mm -hmm. but there are identity lock programs, mm -hmm. uh, um, various things that you can do on the paid end. However, on the free end, mm -hmm. under the Fair Credit Reporting Act, you can put a lock on your credit report. If you mm -hmm. notice, hey, uh, someone took out a 
credit card account that doesn't belong right, to me. Right. They will lock it down to the point where if, if you legitimately go get credit, you have mm -hmm. to present various forms of identification. Sometimes mm -hmm. they'll give you a pin, those mm -hmm. kinds of things. But it puts whoever is looking at the credit report on notice, say some car dealership out of town that is not you, to use extra care. Sure. And that's important, obviously. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize I had been paying for direct TV in Puerto Rico oh. uh, for about two years. Oh. Even though we had the, um, it was the seven year, I forget exactly what it was. Sure. It was a watch on it and it slipped by even that. Well, again, I'm gonna go back to <laughs> look at your credit yeah. report just to, be, just to be careful, make sure what's going on. And you'd be surprised sometimes what you find. I've got a case right now mm -hmm. that I'm litigating over Mississippi where a, a woman was marked as deceased and cannot obtain any sort of credit whatsoever right. uh, to the point where she will call in tears and say, I went to, to my bank and they mm -hmm. know me and they mm -hmm. won't help me out even though I'm very much alive wow. and talked to because wow. that's how important the credit report is and how much credence it gets. Well, that that's what's gonna lead me to, to this part of, of the questions for you is when people ultimately come to you and they have a case that you evaluate, right. we're now, I'm not going to call it extreme, but we're at the far end of problems for people. Correct. So now it then takes an experienced lawyer like yourself right. to figure all this out. Right. So without obviously disclosing client communications or issues, what are some of those situations that now require a lawyer to get involved? Well, I want to start, I want to talk about that but mm -hmm. before we get there. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that's important to note that I think we need to talk about is that if you find an inaccuracy on the credit report, mm -hmm. um, there is a MasterCard that you've never heard of. Sure. You have to dispute it with the credit reporting agency. You can contact MasterCard themselves, but that doesn't really trigger anything. Mm -hmm. The way this works, and then we'll talk about some specific situations, mm -hmm. is uh, let's say I have that hypothetical MasterCard on my, on my credit report I don't mm -hmm. owe, and it says it's delinquent and it's bad and whatnot. I write to the credit reporting agencies, Equifax, TransUnion, Experian, and mm -hmm. say, I don't own this, this isn't my debt, take it off. At that point, they are required to do an investigation. Mm -hmm. Now, an investigation is supposed to involve a meaningful, um, I guess, dig, digging deeper, right. so, so to speak. Right. Unfortunately, what usually happens is one computer talks to a computer at MasterCard <laughs> and says, is right. this Whitney Seals? Yes, it is. Yeah. Does he live in Birmingham? He sure does. Uh, okay, then, then you owe it. Well, at that point, people typically come to see me. Mm -hmm. um, and at that point, this is what we do. Uh, there are two types of liability here. You can either uh, go after MasterCard for reporting bad info, but also you can go after the credit reporting agencies for not doing a good investigation. That's where most of the cases right. wind up. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the crazy ones we've had, the deceased person, um, I am proud, I'm gonna toot my horn for a minute. Please I tried do. one two months ago mm -hmm. uh, with a young uh, gentleman who had disputed something and the credit reporting agency said, not only are we not going to investigate, we don't even believe it's you that wrote us the letter, huh. which was surprising to him, sure. obviously. Sure. Um, we filed suit, tried the case, and, and he wound up getting over a $3 million verdict mm -hmm. in the case. So the cases have value in as much as all of us as citizens have dealt with the hassles, frustrations pulling out of the hair just trying to get something done and once you get stuck in the bureaucracy the credit reporting agencies unfortunately you do need a lawyer to help yeah. most of the time uh, they're not just going to take it off 
because they believe you. Yeah, the, the, it sounds like the, the, the worst thing you can do is just ignore it. Well, that's what they're counting on. And, and they're hoping you just let it go. So it just takes being a little proactive, mm -hmm. picking up the phone and calling Whitney Seals, finding out what your options are, go online. I'm sure there's uh, several websites that, I don't know if they're paid or free, that can probably get you started on the process. Right. Um, but it, Whitney, it just seems like that, like with anything in life, if you ignore it, it's not going to go away. No, no. And I'll, I'll say this too as a small plug. Um, I, we have free consultations. If you have something you're concerned about, I, I pride myself on being able to tell you good, bad, or ugly. Sure. In short order, so you can make decisions that help you or, or, or get you where you're going. And I'll say this too, this is a little bit of a crusade for me. Um, I, I don't really come from a lot and my parents growing up had innumerable credit issues mm -hmm. and so I know firsthand how devastating it can be on a family yeah. sometimes through no fault of anybody's yeah. but what you can't do is just give up and be hopeless and say alright I've written to Equifax mm -hmm. they won't write me back or they don't help me so I guess there's just nothing I can do wrong there is absolutely something you can there, do. there's a lot you can do and, and guys thank you for tuning in today uh, for a little bit with with my buddy Whitney Seals with uh, Cochran and Seals Law Firm, even though Whitney's based in Birmingham, his cases aren't based in Birmingham. No. He's, he's statewide, and in fact, you go to other states Definitely. Uh, for these types of, of cases. Nationwide. If you've got questions, if you've got concerns, dump them in the comment section for Whitney. We'll make sure that he gets them. We'll put Whitney's uh, contact information in here. Uh, Whitney, before we get finished, I wanted to, to find out uh, from you if if a person really gets to the point where they, they feel like they need to call an attorney and they mm -hmm. consult with you and then you decide there's a, a case to pursue, right? ultimately what type of damages can a person pursue right. in these cases? The damages you can get are, are varied. The first damage or area of damages you can get are, are credit damages. Mm -hmm. um, are you paying two points higher on your mortgage than you should be? Right. That's That can add up in a hurry. Very quickly. Um, also mental anguish and emotional distress damages. Mm -hmm. And don't give those short shrift. This can be incredibly destructive to a person's mm -hmm. psyche. How am I? You can't get a job because your credit's sunk. You can't yeah. get an apartment. You you deal with it day in and day out. They're not listening to you. Uh, you write to them. Essentially, they tell you you're 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 full of it. Mm -hmm. These are difficult things, and this is mm -hmm. something that we focus on. But finally, too, and this is importantly, if you have a successful action, they have to pay your attorney's fees. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to repeat that. If you have a successful action they pay your attorney's fees. Um, that's a good mechanism that Congress put in place to encourage people to please act as a private attorney general. U.S. government can't police all these yeah. untold millions of credit transactions and mm -hmm. reports, so look at it yourself, and if you find a lawyer that will help you, uh, we'll make sure that person gets paid out of the wrongdoer's pocket yeah. and not yours. So it's your investment is your time. Exactly. And, and being proactive coming to somebody like Whitney, having your reports there, showing him uh, the issues, the problems that you've had. Maybe you've already been dealing with uh, the credit reporting companies or the credit card companies, whoever it may be, and you're just frustrated you're getting to a point where you're ready for a professional, that's when you come and see Whitney. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And like I said, it doesn't cost anything to give me a call and mm -hmm. talk to me. Well, Whitney, this is invaluable stuff, and I really appreciate your few minutes sharing your absolutely. expertise with everybody. Guys, this is, we'll conclude uh, this week's episode of Nomberg Law Live. You've been with, with Whitney Seals with Cochran and Seals Law Firm in Birmingham. Whitney has just educated us on how to deal with your credit reports, your credit agency issues. Um, 
IRS problems, whatever it may be, this is the man to come see. Uh, thank you, Whitney. I appreciate it. Absolutely, uh, Thank you for having me. Guys, come back. Come see us next Tuesday with another episode of, of Nomberg Law Live, as we always are on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific. We'll put all the comment in the comment section all the information you need to be able to get in touch with Whitney and the credit reporting agencies. Hope you have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you next week. And get your credit report. That's right. <laughs>